kids, how are you today? It's January in Albumen, and the eggs are going to get a lesson in cooperation. Let's see what happens. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Happy New Year! Colored streamers flew through the air. Confetti rained down and horns were tooting as the eggs and their families rang in a new year. Reggie was particularly excited because he knew tomorrow his cousin was coming to visit. He hadn't seen Peggy in over a year since she moved away, so her visit would be very special. They always had such fun together. Reggie adjusted his glasses and thought to himself, I wonder if Peggy still likes vanilla ice cream with ketchup on it. He thought that was so strange, but it always made him laugh. As the party came to an end, everyone hugged and kissed goodbye. I hope everyone has a wonderful new year, said Reggie's mom. Come on, Reggie, it's late. We have to go home and get ready for Peggy's visit. The next day, Reggie asked his mom if they could take Gregory to the airport with them to pick up Peggy. Sure, we'll pick him up on the way, she replied. On the way to the airport, Reggie told Gregory about Peggy. Once, when we were really small, Peggy ate a button because she thought it was a piece of candy. My aunt had to turn her upside down until it fell out. Did it ever come out? asked Gregory. Yes, it did, but she got really scared because she choked. She still won't eat candy to this day, replied Reggie. No candy? That's weird, Gregory said as he scratched his head. Not really, Gregory. What's weird is that she eats vanilla ice cream with ketchup. Peggy sounds like a fun girl. I'm excited to meet her, Gregory chuckled back. You will love her, Gregory. She's so much fun. Reggie wiggled with anticipation as they pulled up to the airport. They parked the car and went to greet Peggy's airplane at the gate. There she is, there she is, shouted Reggie as he saw Peggy walking through the door of the greeting area. Peggy! He ran up to her and gave her a big hug. Peggy hardly hugged Reggie back. Oh, hi, Reggie. Nice to see you. Peggy's gloom was obvious. Reggie wondered if Peggy was in a sad mood because her flight was too long or bumpy. He was hoping she would snap out of it on the ride home. Peggy, this is my best friend Gregory, he said thoughtfully. Hi, Peggy, Gregory smiled as he energetically shook her hand. I've been looking forward to meeting you. Oh, hi said Peggy in the same gloomy voice. Peggy gave Reggie's mom a half-hearted hug and together they left the airport. She hardly said a word on the ride home. Reggie decided to say something funny to see if Peggy would laugh. Hey Peggy, do you still like vanilla ice cream with ketchup? The two boys chuckled. Peggy smiled weakly. I don't know what you're even talking about, Reggie. Peggy stared out the window. The rest of the ride home was silent. They dropped Gregory off and drove to Reggie's house to get Peggy settled in. As the two eggs were going to bed, Reggie carefully thought about asking Peggy what was bothering her. He adjusted his glasses and finally said, Peggy, you don't seem like yourself. I can tell something's bothering you. Peggy stared at the floor for a few minutes and then looked up at Reggie. I'm sorry, Reggie. I know I'm not myself. You're right. Something is really bothering me. It's my parents. They haven't been getting along so well lately, and that's why I'm here. They thought I should be away from all the arguing for a while and get some peace. When I left, my mom was crying, and my dad had just slammed the door and walked out of the house. I'm scared, Reggie. I don't know what's going to happen. Peggy's tears were streaming down her face as Reggie reached over and held her hand to comfort her. Don't worry, Peggy, Reggie replied. 
Whatever is happening with your mom and dad, we'll get through it together. I'm here for you, and so are my friends. You'll meet them tomorrow at school, okay? For now, let's try to get a good night's sleep. Peggy nodded, and they hugged each other. Reggie turned off the light. The next morning was the first day back to school from Christmas break. The eggs were bustling with stories about their holiday. I went to visit my aunt who lives near a mountain and we went sledding, exclaimed Gregory. I had to be extra careful of my ankle though. I didn't want to break it again. Meg joined in. My brother came home from college for his break. It was good to see him. He brought me this cool sweatshirt with his university logo on it. Meg flipped her ponytail as she showed off her sweatshirt. Hey everyone, I have a guest I want you to meet. Reggie spoke up. This is my cousin Peggy. She'll be staying with us for a while. Hi, Peggy, said Sigourney. It's nice to meet you. Peggy, welcome to our school, said Miss Poach. You will be a wonderful addition to our class. Please have a seat next to Reggie. The rest of the class extended warm greetings to Peggy. She felt comfortable right away. She whispered over to Reggie, Your friends sure are kind. Are they for real? Reggie smiled proudly. Oh, yes, they're for real. Don't worry, Peggy. You'll like it here. The bell rang and the class settled down. Children, began Miss Poach, it's that time of year again when we put on our annual play starring the Albumen Players. She leaned over, pointed at the class, and whispered, That's you. Everyone laughed. <laughs> Miss Poach, what play are we going to do? inquired Sigourney. Well, I thought about a couple of different ones. How does Cinderella sound to you? asked Miss Poach. No way, shouted Benedict. I don't like all that princess junk. Benedict, I think Meg would be a perfect Cinderella, replied Sigourney as she winked at Meg. Thanks, Sigourney, smiled Meg. Miss Poach asked for a vote about Cinderella and only five people raised their hands. Okay, well here's another choice. How about Hansel and Gretel? No, please, said Meg. That's the one where they get thrown in the oven. It's too scary for me. What do you mean? That's the best part, laughed Benedict. Okay, okay, how about if we compromise, said Miss Poach. What do you think about Jack and the Beanstalk? It's got something for everyone. Not too princessy, not too scary, but just right. What do you think? I think that sounds great, said Gregory. Me too, added Reggie. We can't wait to start. Meg and Sigourney replied together. What do we do first, Miss Poach? Miss Poach asked for another vote to make sure all were in agreement with the production. All but one hand went up. It was Peggy who did not raise her hand. Peggy, are you okay with Jack and the Beanstalk? asked Miss Poach. It doesn't matter to me. Peggy's gloomy tone came through. I don't plan on being part of it anyway. Oh, I'm sure there'll be a part for you, said Miss Poach. If we all cooperate, it will be a wonderful production. I'm proud of all of you for compromising on the choice of play. Compromise is such a large part of cooperation. Miss Poach passed out the scripts. Study these tonight, and tomorrow we'll have auditions. As Reggie and Peggy were walking home from school, Reggie asked her what part she was going to help with on the play. Peggy, I know you're not real happy right now, but maybe if you cooperate, you'll be able to focus on something else to take your mind off your troubles. I decided to work on the set with Gregory and the others. I'm going to help build the beanstalk, replied Peggy. Oh, that's great, Peggy. I'm so glad you're getting involved. Reggie was hopeful. The next few weeks were taken up with a lot of play practice and a lot of set building. Soon the day came for the final rehearsal. Opening night was only a day away, and the eggs were very eager to perform for the town. They gathered at the school for one last night of rehearsal. Reggie, who was playing the giant, 
called out his line with a loud and booming shout. Fee-fi-fo-fum! Fee-fi-fo-fum! Benedict knew that was his cue to start climbing down the beanstalk. As Benedict began his climb down the tall beanstalk, something terrible happened. The beanstalk began to tilt and sway and move as if it were dizzy. Benedict screamed, help me, I'm going to crash. Benedict let go and fell off the beanstalk and onto the stage. Luckily, he fell onto a pile of hay that was used as a prop for the farm scene. Miss Poach ran to Benedict. Benedict, are you okay? Speak to me. I, I, I think I'm okay, replied Benedict in a confused voice. Nothing's broken. Come with me, said Miss Poach. We need to get you checked out just to be on the safe side. Gregory scratched his head and tried to figure out what went wrong with the beanstalk. He and Peggy worked very hard on it the night before. As Gregory was inspecting the beanstalk, he noticed the hooks that were supposed to anchor the beanstalk to the ground were missing. Peggy, remember when I told you to make sure the hooks were in place for the beanstalk? They're not fastened. What happened? I'm sorry, Gregory. I remembered about the hooks, but then I didn't fasten them. I didn't think it was that important. I guess I was thinking about other things. What's the big deal anyway? Benedict wasn't really hurt, and you don't really need me. Gregory replied angrily, Peggy, we all have a job to do, no matter how big or small. Fastening the hooks to the beanstalk may seem small, but it's very important. Remember that we all have to cooperate and do our part for this play to work out. We are all needed. Please try to focus next time. We're just lucky Benedict wasn't hurt worse than he was. Peggy ran off crying. Reggie gathered his friends around. Please, everyone, I need your help. I know why Peggy didn't fasten the hooks. She's going through a very rough time at home with her parents, and she isn't thinking clearly. Her parents aren't getting along, and she's scared. She doesn't know what to do. How can we help her? Sigourney replied, Let's go find her and talk about it. The eggs found Peggy sitting in a chair behind the stage, tears flowing from her eyes. They gathered around her. Peggy, we understand you're having some sad times at home. How can we help you? offered Meg. Peggy sat silent for a while. She didn't know what to say. She wasn't used to having such caring people around her. All she remembered for the last year was arguing and crying. Finally, Peggy answered, I just wish my mom and dad would stop arguing. I wish they could work things out. Sigourney jumped up and said, Hey, I just thought of something. Remember when Miss Poach told us how important it is to cooperate in order for things to work out? Maybe you could talk to your mom and dad and ask them to stop all the arguing and just try to cooperate. Maybe they'll listen to you. It's worth a try. Whatever way it turns out, at least if they stop arguing, there would be peace. Peggy perked up and looked at Sigourney. Hey, that's not a bad idea. Do you think it could work? Do you think they would listen to me? I'm just a kid. Peggy, replied Sigourney, of course they will listen to you. You are the most important person in their lives. Oh, Peggy breathed a sigh of relief. Well, I guess I have a lot to think about. I better get started. As the eggs walked home together, Peggy held her head up with reassurance. Sigourney, you're right. Even if things don't go the way I would like, at least with some cooperation, things will be peaceful. Peggy began to feel like herself again. Hey, Reggie, she said. I hope you have some vanilla ice cream at your house and a full bottle of ketchup. She started to run ahead of the group, and Reggie ran after her laughing.
I'm so glad Peggy began to cheer up. Sometimes things can really get us down, especially when we can't do anything about it. I thought we'd find out how Peggy's doing now. She's my special guest today. Hi, Peggy. Hi. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, that's great. Tell us what you thought about your friend's advice to use cooperation when you spoke to your parents. Well, when I got home, I asked my parents if I could talk to them. And what did they say? They said yes, of course. We talked for a while, and they decided to really try and stop arguing. Well, did it work? Yes. It's like Sigourney said. Even if things don't work out the way I would like, at least it's more peaceful at home. Well, that's perfect, Peggy. I'm so glad everyone is cooperating. Then you know what I did? No, what? I had a huge bowl of vanilla ice cream with ketchup on top. Oh my gosh, I know that's your favorite. I took a picture of it and sent it to my cousin, Reggie. Peggy, you're so funny. I'm sure Reggie loved that picture. Thank you so much for visiting with us today. You're welcome. Cooperation is a great way to solve any problems or issues you may come across. It's something you and every single person can do. Thanks for listening, and thanks for being a good egg. To learn more, visit www.thegoodeggs.org. You'll find information on the Good Eggs book series, lesson plans, word search and crossword puzzles, and more. You can also learn about the Good Eggs Foundation and how we serve our community. There's a lot to see on our website, so be sure to check it out. That's www.thegoodeggs.org. Thank you.